Happy New Year, friends. How the heck are we? New Year's Eve. It is New Year's Eve as I speak. It is almost 10 a.m. on New Year's Eve. Your boy's been up. He's already been in the dog park. He already made breakfast for me and my babe. We're chilling. Uh, Happy New Year, guys. Hope everyone's doing good. Goes without saying, horrible, horrible fucking year. I don't want to dwell on it too much. I I don't want to... This is going to be a quick episode. And to be honest with you, I did not want to do an episode this week. I've been going through some personal bullshit, whatever. Nothing crazy. I won't dwell on unhappy stuff, but I just really didn't have any desire to do the podcast, especially today. I, I should have done it yesterday probably, and then I watched my niece and nephew, didn't have time. But you guys don't want to hear about that. But I didn't want to do it. I felt like I didn't have anything to talk about. I didn't feel like being funny, etc., etc. But I manned up. Here I am. You know, and it's honestly New Year. That's when you reflect, and that's kind of what it's what made me kind of punk out and say, "Go record an episode, Fatso." You know, I didn't want to do it. I even posted on my Instagram story no episode this week, and uh, no one looked, thankfully, because no one looks at my Instagram, but. I deleted it a minute or two later because I just got like a pit in my stomach and I said, fuck it, you got to do an episode. The whole point of me doing this podcast, I never wanted to do a podcast alone. I always wanted to do a podcast. I always wanted to do it with one of my friends because I knew it would be easier to be funny that way. I felt like I'm funnier with someone else to fuck around with. I think it's a lot easier, a lot more natural. But I always wanted to do a podcast. Some of my friends were already doing their own thing. It just never really worked out. And when the COVID hit, the pandemic came, all of a sudden there was no more stand-up and that was... That's what I love to do. I love comedy. I love stand-up. It's my favorite thing in the fucking world. And I knew I had to do something. I asked a couple friends, hey, I might try doing a podcast, start fucking around. I got some equipment. You want to try to do something? It didn't work, you know, timing-wise. People had their own things going on. Maybe people just didn't want to fucking do a podcast with me, you know. (laughs) Maybe they didn't have faith, but. So I said, fuck it. I got to start one. I can't sit around. There's no comedy. I can write and write and write, but. If I'm not actually doing the stand-up, I'm not having fun, and I'm just—I'm wasting my fucking time. What am I doing? And you got to do a podcast in general. It's fucking—it's what people listen to nowadays. Comedy's changed and everything, and it's like I was behind the game to begin with. I always kept putting it off, saying I'll get better at stand-up. I'll get better at stand-up, and then stand-up was gone. Stand-up—it'll come back. It's coming back. It's still some outdoor shit, but for someone like me, not established comic, no one knows who the fuck I am. I'm not selling tickets. It was taken away for a while. Pretty much completely gone. So I had to do the podcast. I had to get in it. And then today when I was not going to do one, I said, fuck it, we'll go into next year and be good. It was like the whole point of you doing this was to hold yourself accountable. Give yourself a reason to still be creative. Give yourself a reason to still try to write and be funny. And every week you got to do a fucking episode no matter what. No matter what mood you're in. If you record it on a Monday or record it that Thursday, whatever the fuck you do, you got to do an episode. And I almost didn't. And I'm glad. I don't know. I Something about it guilted myself into it. Here I am. I'm doing it. And now we're reflecting. Like I said, it might not be the funniest episode I've ever done. Uh, Probably won't be. It'll be short. But just a quick reflection episode. You know, like I said. So I didn't want to do the podcast alone. I still still am not as confident as I'd like to be. When I do episodes with my friends, I think they're pretty good. I think some of the ones alone have been funny. I think I'm getting more comfortable. But don't love it. But you know what I mean? I said I'm going to do it. Once I started doing it. I got to do one every fucking week, so here we are, holding ourselves accountable, gang. Doing an ep, uh, and it's a, I think it's the right thing to do. I think I'll be happy I did it. It's the whole reason I started this, was to do an episode every fucking week. 
Can't let myself down now. And next year is going to be great. I'm going to keep getting better at this shit. I'm going to keep getting my friends on, having more fun on more episodes. Getting used to it all. Anyone who's actually listened to every fucking episode, thank you. I can't thank you enough because I know <laughs> they haven't all been great. There's been some funny ones and some okay ones, but I promise they're going to get better. I promise they're going to keep coming, and we're going we're gonna to keep trying. We're going to give it hell, but that was where I'm at today. It was I really didn't want to do it. Like I said, I won't dwell on it, but there was I had some personal shit this week that sucked that I was dealing with, and then... Christmas came, and then yesterday I probably should have done it. I was with the kids, and blah, blah, blah. I woke up today, and I did not want to do it. I had nothing to talk about. I usually try to write notes throughout the week, write funny stuff throughout the week. I had nothing. I had fucking Alec Baldwin's wife. That's what I had written down. With. <laughs> I'll shit on her a bit, but, I mean, it goes without saying. That's a, the biggest story around. But other than that, it does stink. You know what I mean? There's no there's no normalcy. It feels like they're trying to take the normalcy by the second. It's like they want to make it worse for you. They canceled... Boston's fireworks this morning, like New Year's Eve morning, they said, hey, there's no fireworks. It's like, which at this point, who gives a fuck? You couldn't go to it anyways. I would never, you couldn't pay me to go to that shit. There's giant crowds. There's nothing I hate more than the crowds, but they canceled it the morning of. Like, it's just bizarre. It's like, everything stinks. There's no normalcy, so it is what it is. Everyone's going through it, but here we are trying to keep some normalcy for myself hold my fat, lazy ass accountable and do a podcast every week and keep getting funnier with it. So that's where we're at, you know, trying to just reflection, right? Like, isn't that the New Year's are all about reflection? That's what they tell me. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know. It just, it stinks. There's no normalcy. There's, even like with Christmas, it it wasn't normal. The only normalcy in Christmas was, which I would think most people it's just getting the same shit that you always get. Like, that's that's where I'm at. I'm 30 years old. I've been getting the same shit for Christmas my entire fucking life. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. You know what I mean? It's the stocking I got. My mother gives me candy. It's almost always some Twix, usually a little mini Snickers. Sometimes there's some Reese's in there, and then sometimes she takes, you know, Rolos, the little Rolo candy. She'll just buy a few packs and throw some individual Rolos in that bitch. So it's always those, some chapstick, usually some sort of gift card, socks and undies. Still got all that. Now, 2020, I'm fat as fuck. The gift card has become a DoorDash gift card. That's that's one new addition. But other than that, it's like that. A pair of jeans, a couple sweatshirts, a zip-ups, a couple pairs of sweatpants, some socks and undies. That's your Christmas. And that was the only normalcy this year is I got all that exact same stuff. <laughs> you know, I got all that. Uh... Got some sweats needing them. This shout out to uh Champion Sweatpants, the champion, the brand champion. Old school sweatpants, you've been seeing them forever. They're like the only fucking normal ones out there anymore. As a as a big man, I'm who's very lazy and likes to dress comfortable, especially. Uh I'm not loving the sweatpant trend these days. Everything's tight around the legs. I got big fat legs. I don't have a, much of a soft wiener, so that doesn't help either. It's very tight everywhere. And uh I'm I'm not a flaccid guy, you know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a, I'm a grower, not a shower, as they say, famous line goes, but I pretty much define that. I, I, my soft wiener is nothing to write home about, and these, these joggers, whatever you want to call them, these tight sweatpants aren't helping, so shout out to Champion Sweatpants. I got two pairs of slippers. I guess I'm officially old. My girlfriend and my mother got me slippers with, like, uh, <laughs> like big cushiony things for your feet, like old fat fucks need. They said they uh, he must need these. Look at all the weight he's carrying, all that COVID weight. 
So, I mean, outside of that, it's like, what normalcy is there? You know, like, like, except for the gifts you get every year. Like, I got my father every year, pretty much my entire life. Something either Red Sox, Boston College, or Notre Dame, because he likes Notre Dame football, or like Patriots. That's it. Hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts, long-sleeve shirts, fucking frozen mugs you put in the freezer. Something of a Boston sports team at Notre Dame. That's what he got my entire life, and some slippers sometimes. I got my mother's slippers every year. I've been getting my mother the same pair of ASIC walking shoes in different colors for about six years now. So that was the only normalcy. Did Christmas with my parents. Actually, with my girlfriend's family, we did Christmas. And I got to say, I I, I would have, some people hate seeing aunts, uncles, and cousins. And I actually don't. I'm, on her family side and my side, they're funny. I don't mind seeing them. But I wouldn't. That would be a normal thing. Like most people think you don't want that. I I think you do need that. As the boyfriend going to the other person's house. Because uh, it's easier to just like stay <laughs> stay occupied and change conversations. You talk to different people. Now it was just like me, her parents, and her siblings. And by the time we ate, it's like, oh, we'll watch a Christmas movie. And I mean, I'm like the fat boyfriend on the couch dozing off and snoring like a complete piece of shit. Because <laughs> I was drinking red wine till fucking... 4 a.m. the night before my family, you know what I mean? So that, I, I think the aunts and cousins come in handy for that. They, they would have helped, so that would have been good. But, yeah, I don't know. Reflection episode. I, I know I got nothing. I know you're listening to a fucking rambling, and I don't even got jokes to sprinkle in, but that's where we're at. Uh, well, I didn't really get much else for Christmas. I didn't ask for anything. I got a baby on the way. I'm fucking looking for a job right now. We just finished the move and all that shit, so... That was a train wreck. I don't know if we even mentioned. We got moving. The U-Haul canceled on us and all that shit. The move was a train wreck. Girlfriend cried. We're here. Now we got bins of clothes. Half of her parents, half of my parents. And it's like, oh, fuck. I don't have any of those clothes I'm looking for. They're <laughs> they're a 40-minute drive away. Oh, that sweatshirt and pair of sneakers I'm looking for? 40 minutes away. Fucking forget about it. But that's that's about it. My girlfriend... It's just funny. I did that stuff to my father my whole life. And now it's like I've been with her five years. And uh, the first year I was with her, me and like six or seven of my buddies went to an Alabama football game. We went down to Alabama for Alabama LSU. And now uh, she just gets me Alabama stuff every year. It's like that's my old man. Like I turned into my father. Like I'm actually literally coincidentally wearing an Alabama Crimson Tide sweatshirt as I record this in my sister's old bedroom right now. <laughs> Uh, every year, Alabama hat, Alabama t-shirts, sweatshirts, roll damn tie, baby. That's like become my go-to game. And it's even funnier because my buddies who also went to the game, their girl, he was like, yeah, my girlfriend does the same thing. I get a Bama sweatshirt and a hat every fucking year. <laughs> and it's like, I love the gift. I don't I don't mind supporting Bama roll tie, baby. We went to the game. We had fun. I'll be a fan because of that. But it's just funny how, funny how things go. Uh, one thing she got me, which will just never, ever get use, is uh, poopery, it's called. She gave me a three-pack of that. And she was, like, dead serious, like, smiling, like it was a good gift. Like, she was like, she's like, oh, I got you this. You're going to need it. Like, everywhere you go, your poop smells so bad. It's like, are you fucking insane? You think I'm ever going to use this? Ever? Like, yeah, my poops stink. I'm not pretending for a second they don't fucking stink. But <laughs> I grew up in a house. We didn't even have spray in my house. You kidding me? My father took a shit in the third floor. You smelled it down in the basement for fucking two hours. There's, there was no getting around it. Your Saturday morning, 
you were dwelling in your dad, my dad shit. Like that was my life. It, and you know what? It built character. It made us tough. You know, that's why, that's why I'm tough today. Cause I grew up in poop smells. <laughs> we didn't have spray lying around. All right. You understand what I'm saying? So she gets me this poopery thing. You spray it in the toilet before you even shit. So it's like, and she thought like, I think she honestly thought I was going to like keep this in my pocket, like chapstick or something like, cause I, I do have to shit in public a lot. I'm out of shape. I have a bad diet. I'm always shitting. And I, she was like smiling, like, yeah, you need it. Like everywhere you go, it's like, you think I, first of all, do you think I give a fuck if some dive bar bathroom gets stunk out by me for one second? I don't give a fuck. I'm going to wash my hands after and I'm going to fucking be a normal person. But aside from that, like, I'm just not using, I, I know I'm wrong for this. I know I'm the ignorant idiot for this, but like, I don't do new things, hon. You're going to catch on eventually. Like I've pooped the same way my entire fucking life. You think all of a sudden I'm going to, even if I was like cared about the courtesy aspect of it which i don't we're all adults deal with the shit you know what i mean it doesn't smell like fucking peaches when i walk in after you sometimes hon you know so even if i gave a fuck about the courtesy aspect which i don't at all i just wouldn't remember like i'm a i'm a I, i've been pooping for 30 years i've never done that you think i'm gonna remember like oh let me get the poopery spray uh and uh let me put a little bit of that in just in case these fucking 50 year old drunks out, out in the shitty bar i'm at you know what i mean well, I don't want these Wendy's workers to be smelling the shit I have to take while I had to pull over on the highway to shit anyway before I shit in my car. Like, I'm just, I'm not spraying the poopery stuff. That's just, that's my stance on it. I don't know if I've ever ranted about poopery before. <laughs> I'm sorry if I have. Becoming the poopery comic, that's what I'm going for. I'm sorry if that's what you think's going on here, but I'm just never going to use it. I appreciate the thought. I appreciate, but she thought, like, I was going to carry it, like, I'm not a, I don't carry a purse. Like, I'm not a girl. I'm not you. Like, if you want to carry some for you, go for it. But, I mean, I got pockets. I got a wallet, sometimes chapstick. I got house keys. I might have a pack of gum sometimes. And my phone in the other pocket. Like, I I can't, where am I going to put this poop spray that I'll never remember to use? And I don't give a fuck about using. That It's just, I'm not down with the poop spray. <laughs> we were a no spray house. We all dealt with it. Guy or girl, if your shit stunk, the whole house is gonna know it, you know. And we're all we're all fine people today. So that was my that's my big take on my gifts this year. The poop spray. I think all guys. There's just things like there's certain like my I've gotten cool things before on Christmas, like cool things for my mother. And it's just there's just certain things. It's like the second you look at them, you're like, oh, I'm never gonna use that. You know what I mean? I've gotten like clothes. And they're nice. I know that they're fucking nice. Especially growing up now. It's like, I'm an adult and stuff. But growing up, teenager, my mother got me shit. And I knew it was nice. It was probably expensive. And the second I looked at it, I'm like, oh, I will never wear Like, you couldn't pay me to put that shirt on for a million dollars. And I never return it. I'm not a jerk. I always pretend to like it. And then it's like, I buy you all the stuff and you never wear it. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, four of them were turtlenecks. I don't know what to what to tell you. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want the turtlenecks. Uh, but yeah, sweaters and shit like that. It's like, oh, I'm never gonna, I, I will never wear that. Thank you so much. You're lifting it up, smiling the entire time in the back of your head. You're like, oh, I won't put that on for a second. I wouldn't put it on in the dressing room. I wouldn't put it on to fucking set it on fire. You know, I don't know if that's a saying, but poopery was that for me this year. I have a three pack. So there's one in the, like where now in my parents' basement where I grew up again, and there is a little bathroom in the half bathroom and she put a poopery in there. And she asked after I come out, like, did you use this spray? And I'm like, no, I, I told you. I am. You think uh, if I'm pooping 90% of the time, it's hitting me out of the blue because I eat like dog shit. So I'm just walking around and it's like instant, like, oh, I got to poop within the next three minutes. You think like I'm going to 
I'm going to take the time to spray, but it's just, it's a fucking war. It's a mission. Like I'm running in trying to drop my pants before I shit everywhere. That's what I'm doing. I'm not (laughs) spraying the poopery. It's a catchy name. I'll give them that, but maybe it works. You know, I I don't get how it would. So I just spray the stuff on the toilet water and then my shit doesn't smell. What do you mean? What is this stuff? Like what, how strong is this shit? What is it like? (laughs) What am I spraying into this toilet water that is blocking poop instantly? This is probably only going to be like a 25, 30 minute episode. That was like my plan all along. And I just did about 10 on pooping, I think. <laughs> so that's that's the kind of pod you're going to get here, you know. That's that's where we're at. That's what we're doing. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't know. The only other, like I said, the only story. You can't not. I don't want to talk over this week. I just don't. I don't. They said no to the two grand. You knew they were going to. McConnell's pure evil, blah, blah, blah. The other side's evil, too. None of them give a fuck. We're all peasants. They're letting businesses die. They're letting people's livelihoods die forever. It's not like they're going to open the business and all of a sudden that person's going to be killing it again. Like, they're done forever. If they close those doors, it's because they went into their savings and spent every penny they had and their fucking kids are going to have nothing left. Like, and you're ruining it. It's the government's fault. Blah, blah, blah. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. We've, we've done enough COVID. We've reflected on it a million times. I'll be ranting about it next year, too, I'm sure. But the only other story you got to talk about is that Ilaria Baldwin, whatever the fuck. I mean, I never even knew a single thing about this bitch. I didn't. I wouldn't have known her from a hole in the wall. If you asked me who Alec Baldwin's wife was, I wouldn't have known her name or what she looked like. I don't know. I do know he's got the daughter who he called a pig when she was like 11 on that voicemail. He's like, you fucking dirty pig. Tell your fucking mother, like, whatever he said. That I know that about him. And uh, But, I mean, you can't not talk about it. It's fucking hilarious. Just She just made up. She was a Spanish lady, which... In her case, it almost like people do this and it's fucking insane and bizarre. Anytime you hear the stories, it's fucking crazy. It's like, you, how, like you just wake up every day living this lie and have to like be on your toes. Remember, it must be exhausting, but it's happened in the past. Rachel Dole was always a famous one. She was like the head of the NAACP. She was just a white bitch with curly hair. You know what I mean? She was probably like half Jew or something. Uh, she was like the head of the NAACP in whatever state she was from. That was a famous one. And they always also, they all, like, skate. Like, the story dies, and it's just like, oh, yeah, Rachel Dolezal is just chilling now. It's like, she should be the laughing stock of the world. Everywhere she goes, she should be pointed at and laughed at, whether she was pretending to be white, black, Chinese, I don't care. What are you pretending to be? You're just an insane person. But Dolezal was a funny one. Uh, I feel like there's got to be some, I actually saw, like, an article on Twitter the other day. I don't know who the fuck the lady was. Some writer. She came out. She said she was like, black and Puerto Rican from the Bronx her whole life, and she was just a Jewish girl from Michigan. Uh, she, like, fully admitted she just lied her whole life. And, I mean, just insane. It's craziness. It's anytime this happens, it's just, like, so funny to me. It's like, what is wrong? Like, what is so bad about just being whatever the fuck you are? Like, whatever you were born. What? what I, I used to think when I was, like, 15, 16, I was, like, a little ignorant kid from Salty, and I thought Salty was the world. Everything was cool about Salty, and you'd meet kids and they'd say they were from Boston. You'd be like, oh, what part? And they tell you. And it's like 40 minutes out of Boston. And I, now I get it. It's like easier to just say Boston. But as a kid, ignorant, I thought that was like the stupidest, like most embarrassing thing you could do. I always be like, what's so bad about being from whatever suburb you're from? There's nothing wrong with that. I always thought that. And like I said, that's a stupid example because it's no one gives a fuck as you get older. But even then, I always thought that was good. It's like, what is so bad about if you're fucking... White guy, white girl, black guy, black girl, Spanish guy, Spanish girl. Like, what is so fucking bad about it? Just be a good person. 
take care of your fucking responsibilities, take care of your family, and, like, who gives a fuck? What's so bad about it? But it's just so funny. It's like Elizabeth Warren, another one, fucking Massachusetts, whatever she is, Senator Go, I don't fucking know, Senator, I think. Just a piece of shit. She she said she was Native American her whole life, got caught in the lie over and over, but it's like, it's not like she just said it. She used it on applications and, like, moved up as a teacher and a professor and her career and education advanced by saying this stuff. And she knows she wasn't a fucking Native American. She came out saying, like, she was .022% or something, but my family raised me to be it. You didn't get fucking raised to be it. Shut the fuck up. So it's just hilarious whenever it happens. Anyone who does it, you're just fucking crazy. What's so bad about just being you? What is so... You, like, you have the power to make you whatever you want. You know, if you, like, say, you think, like, Rachel Dole is all, like, obviously she thought being white was wrong and white people are racist and all that. You can still be white and think that and work to try to change things, to make things better, what you want. You can be this lady. There's nothing wrong with Alec Baldwin's wife, Ilaria. There's nothing wrong with the fact you're not from fucking Spain, but you went there a shitload as a kid and you vacationed there and spent your summers there. You grew up in the culture. You love it. I mean, you want to fake an accent. That's a little crazy, but there's nothing wrong with being this rich white bitch from Boston who just loves Spain and grew up in that culture and you know that culture more. You, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with being like, oh, I know Spanish culture more than I know American culture. That's fine. But you're still a white bitch from Boston, and you know you are. You're from, like, Western Mass. You're not even from fucking Boston. Like, Western Mass is like the sticks. To If you're from Boston, Western Mass is fucking... You meet kids from Western Mass, and you're like, where are you from? And they'll just be like, oh, Western Mass. you never heard of it. Like, people say that shit. There's farms and shit out there, like... You're a rich bitch. Your father was like a fucking lawyer from Georgetown University, and your mother was like some Harvard professor. You grew up filthy rich and white. You went to Spain in the fucking summers, and you liked it. The food was cool. The music was cool. You liked the way the people talk. Fuck it. What's wrong with that? You grew up rich. Like, why did you have to be Spanish to try to, like, go where you wanted to go career-wise? Which I don't even know. For her, I don't even know what career-wise was, because as far as I can tell, she just did was a fake yoga instructor on Instagram, so that's not a yoga instructor. You might as well just be a butt model at that point. You know what I mean? You're not you're not teaching yoga classes. No one's paying to do your yoga stuff. You're just posting pictures of you with your butt and titties out and bra and yoga pants. But what's so wrong with being you, Ilaria? I'm I'm asking. And then they're saying she like famously, I guess like Alec Baldwin like fell for it, the idiot like one of the lines she used to get him was like unless I these articles I've read have said this jokingly and maybe I'm wrong and some big Ilaria Baldwin fan is going to call me out. But from what I've read, he's, like, told the story. Like, she didn't know who he was. She asked him, like, what he did for a living and stuff. And that was, like, appealing to him because he's a celebrity. And she supposedly did not know U.S. pop culture. So she didn't know who he was. And, like, he liked that. That's, like, why they started dating. It's, like, what attracted them to her. <laughs> it's, like, and you're okay with this now? Because he had to have known. Because you wouldn't be okay with this otherwise. You know, you wouldn't be okay with the fact that she did all this shit and lied to you also if you didn't have an idea. But the end game for her, it's like, did you want to be your own actress? I think they actually said Meghan Markle. That was the other one. The uh, She's married to that goofy redheaded English guy. Supposedly, she acted like she didn't know who he was, which is hilarious because she like wanted to be famous. She was like a D-list actress before she met that guy. So she, the jig is up with that one. But Ilaria, she just wanted to post pictures with her titties out holding her baby you know what I mean? from what i from what i've gathered that's all she really did was strip down to her bra and undies and take pictures with her newborn child so that was cool <laughs> uh 
that's fun. But yeah, I mean, what's so bad about and the clips you see? I mean, I'm not breaking any news here. Everyone's made jokes. Funnier people than me have talked about it on their podcast. But like the clips you see, where she's like on Good Morning America cooking stuff, like, like how do you say in English, you cucumber? It's like it's so funny. Like no one, it's all fake. Like I did that like jokingly as like an ignorant dickhead when I went to Italy a year ago with a bunch of my friends for a wedding. And, like, I wouldn't, not, like, in a rude way, but, like, to the waiters and stuff, I'd be like, como se dice? And I would just ask them how to say stuff. And they were very cool about it. They do, But I I knew it in the back of my mind. I was saying como se dice to be, like, a jerk and be an asshole and make my friends laugh. Like, como se dice? Cheese pizza. Like, shit like that. And they laughed. They were very fun down there. But that's pretty much what you're doing. It's like a slap in the face to anyone. Like, how do you say in America? Uh, I don't know. Why don't you tell me you went to fucking high school in fucking western Massachusetts? Why don't you tell me how to como say DJ? You fucking fraud. And then she comes out now, and that's the best part. Like, I'm totally, like, proud of what I am. It's like, with no accent. Like, she's talking like, uh, like how all the fucking white girls talk. How they all have the same handwriting and the same voice and everything now. That's what she's doing, but... Ilaria Baldwin, she's a victim. <laughs> Don't be mad at her. <laughs> I just picture like the salt park, Jennifer Lopez on Carmen's hand. That's what I picture with her now. Just like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I love tacos and burrito. She's just, it's just offensive. Who do these people think they are to act like this? You're a white bitch. There's nothing wrong with being a white bitch. You hit the jackpot. You married a very rich, famous guy. Go fucking raise your kids. And be rich and just shut the fuck up. Why do you need to be in the public eye? Like, who gives a fuck if Alec Baldwin's married to a white bitch? Ilaria, just be yourself, girl. Come on, Ilaria. <laughs> Ilaria Baldwin. Uh, como se DJ in America? Cucumber. <laughs> oh, man. They didn't teach you that in fucking the same school you went to that fucking... <laughs> She sat next to, like, Steve Johnson and fucking Ben Williams. Como se DJ? You fucking fraud. So, yeah, I don't know. That was the one the one story I had written down to shit on a little. She's easy to make fun of. But other than that, quick episode. Like I said, New Year's Eve today. I hate New Year's. I never gave a fuck about it. New Year's, to me, was always, like, once you were at drinking age, it was always. This is before group chats, which is even more annoying. You'd have a you'd have a text message and phone calls going with about twenty of your friends that day, and everyone just says, "No, I definitely want to go and drink, but I don't really give a fuck what we do." Or some of them say, "I don't want to, I don't want to pay a cover charge," and then it's that was it. No one ever gave suggestions ever, and you throw out a couple things. No, so I always hated New Year's. It was just, yeah, I'd like to drink, but there's nothing going on, and then no one gives suggestions, and then next thing you know, it's like eight o'clock at night, and you want to go and start drinking because you're fucking nineteen, twenty, and there's still nothing going on. So I hate New Year's. Always a bust. But this one especially goes without saying it sucks. Try to find the fucking positive. Try to laugh at some of the craziness from this year because you do got to sit back and laugh sometimes. It's because it is crazy. It's the fucking. It's like the world's ending right before our eyes, and like the government's letting it. You know what I mean? It's the insanity of it. If you can't help but laugh sometimes. So, quick episode, reflection episode. Uh, like I said, I just wanted to do it. I had to do it. Keep myself accountable. Keep doing this shit. Only way to keep getting better at it. Can't miss a week. In I'm excited for 2021. I honestly, I am. As much as the world sucks and everything in people's lives sucks, shit in my life sucks to an extent right now, I am looking forward to it. The podcast is going to keep getting better. It's going to be fun. I'm going to have my funny stories, try to shit on whatever's happening in the world a little bit, but we're going to get friends on. We're going to have fun. 
Uh, and it's going to be better. Fuck 2020. It's finally fucking over. They're about to lock us down again, but who gives a fuck? We're used to it. We're tougher. I guess. Hopefully it's not long. Who the fuck knows? It feels like it's never going to end, but... Let's make 2020 better. 2021 better, you know what I mean? It's on you to make it better. Anyone can do it. I'm going to try to do it. I, I never was the positive-thinking guy. I was always negative and fucking angry, and I was that guy. I hated it, but I was, and I'm making an honest effort these days to change that and really try to be positive, and, you know, you can't just sit around and wait for it. I did that for a while. That was my mentality is I'm funny. I know I'm a decent stand-up. I'm going to keep getting better and working at it, but... I wasn't fucking doing anything. I wasn't posting on social media. I wasn't doing a podcast. I wasn't doing the right shit. And now it's like, fuck that. Let's make it happen. 2021, the year is, you make it happen because no one's going to fucking help you. Republican or Democrat, they proved this last year. They don't give a fuck about anyone. So no matter what you're doing, podcast, fucking school, you want to change your job, do something fucking makes you happy, go for it. 2021, we're making it happen, Kyle McNally fans. That's what I'm here to tell you. And uh, honestly... It sounds corny, but I'm glad I did this episode. I'm glad I came up here and recorded it and made myself do it. It ended up being a little more fun than I thought. I laughed a couple times. I couldn't tell you what the fuck I talked about. Maybe you guys will hate it, but thanks for listening this year. I honestly love it. Even if you only listen to one or two episodes, I appreciate it. If you told anyone about it and they listened to one, I appreciate it. Like I said, anyone who's actually listened to all 15, 16, I love you more than words can fucking explain. If you want to DM me and let me know you listen to all of them, <laughs> I'll fucking, I'll Venmo you 20 bucks because they haven't all been great. They're getting better. You guys have been along for the ride. I love you all. Happy New Year. Let's fucking fuck up 2021, baby.